0: This episode of Cognitive Dissonance is brought to you by our patrons. You fucking rock.
1: Hey, Cecil and Tom. My name is Brandon. Uh, I'm a really big fan of your show. I've been listening to it for about four years now, about three and a half. And uh, I, I wanted to let you guys know, I was raised Jehovah's Witness, and I left the religion, and I... I realized I was an atheist about three years ago when I moved from Phoenix to Portland, about a, a long drive, about 28 hours, and my friend introduced my, me to your podcast. And I listened to it. I listened to about 12 hours straight while we were driving on your we podcast. And I realized I was an atheist. And I realized to other people, labels probably not important. But for me, the label was very important to realize how much or to realize that I didn't believe, and I hadn't believed in years. I, I, I really appreciate you guys, and you guys were not necessarily a part of my deconversion, but I understood more about myself. from listening to you guys, which is silly because dick jokes shouldn't make you realize things about yourself. Hey guys, I uh, was just thinking about what you said the other day about uh, Jesus putting his hands together and giving me ultimate hand job. And, you know, I figured something, uh, that kind of kink should probably have some term for it. Uh, I had a couple suggestions. Uh, maybe the, uh, maybe the, uh, Holy Communion. Or the, uh, Palm Sunday. Or, uh, possibly the, the gory hole. Let you me know what you think. Glory hole, Motherfuckers.
2: Recording live from Glory Hole Studios in Chicago, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical. It's political. And I think
3: Cecil's out of coffee? And there is no coffee. Ah!
2: (laughs) We are recording... Early-ish. Well, it's not that it's early It's anymore, this point, but, but we got
3: here yeah, early. Yeah, we got here early, yeah. To
2: Glory Hole Studios yeah. um, at 345 North Loomis uh, in Chicago. And uh, you know what's amazing when you show up uh, at, like, 9 o'clock on a Sunday morning? There's no... It's fucking empty, and it smells only vaguely like pot smoke. <laughs> like, it's, it's clear that at 9 a.m. on a Sunday... Uh this is not the typical uh patrons time to shine. No. I, think. No, I think No, no, that's no. Fair. Yeah. It does not appear that anybody was hot boxing the elevator <laughs> like 10 minutes ago. <laughs> I drive I drive home from Glory Hole Studios. It's about an hour drive to get home. And I legitimately am somewhat concerned with the odor on my clothes. Like if I get pulled over
3: oh, yeah, yeah. driving
2: home, yeah, 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 they're yeah. gonna like fucking get the dogs and the dogs with the bees and the dogs that <laughs> shoot the bees out of the Like it's gonna be like it's gonna be terrible.
3: <laughs> He's gonna be tapping your tire. Do you smell anything
2: boy? Right, Do you smell right? anything
4: boy? Do you smell right?
2: yeah, oh yeah. 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 I like if I got pulled over, I would like they would have probable cause to search my car. I, there's nothing even in my car. No. But they would be
3: fucking negligent not to search my car. Although if they tested your, like, outfit for drugs, <laughs> it would come back <laughs> positive. Right, like,
2: my fucking clothes leaving the studio could not pass a piss test. Yeah, no,
3: I I, I go home and I wring them out into a cup and drink them.
2: Yeah. I just buy new clothes. <laughs> I actually leave the studio, strip naked, throw my clothes in the fucking
3: sewer, and yeah. drive home naked. <laughs> I You stomp up the sewers. Right? What I, know, yeah.
2: I know, I know. I, like, I could fit my size clothes down a regular manhole <laughs> cover. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know, I once did that, though. I, I once came home from work. I, I worked uh, uh, closing loans for a long time. So I, I was a closer for a title company. I closed loans. Um, and I closed loans during, like, the subprime craziness, sure, shenanigans. Yeah. yeah, when
3: you could just say, I'd like a loan. Right. They would shoot one out of, a, like, a T-shirt. Right. They're just like, money <laughs> for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> so I would I would go
2: close you these loans. And you get a loan. And you, get get loan, loan. And you look, look under your seats. seats. <laughs> it's a loan. <laughs> It was like that, too. Yeah, it was like, yeah. do you have a pulse? You know, don't even answer that. I don't care if you yeah, have a pulse. Does, yeah, you don't need a pulse. So I go to this closing. So I do all these in-home closings, right? right I go to right. this closing, like, on the west side of Chicago in a neighborhood that otherwise no sane person would attend to this neighborhood sure, uninvited, sure, right? Yeah, like, if yeah. you're not part of this neighborhood, they're looking at you like, you clearly don't belong here. Right, like, right. it's the easiest game of one of these things is not like the other. <laughs>
4: <laughs> it's the one the slow kid even right. gets right and it's just yeah. like
3: he did
2: that guy <laughs> like, like uh, all right okay so i show up and it's like i mean it is fucking rough city it's, right yeah, right, yeah.
3: And it's 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 flint michigan bad
2: uh no not that bad it's still in illinois okay, you know it's yeah. not yeah but like I, I pull up, and it's this it's this little old lady, and she's got a two flat or a four flat. I can't recall which. It was like a gray stone, and actually, a lot of those buildings are actually kind of cool buildings. This one wasn't. It was like a two <laughs> or four flat, and I I go into her house, and her house had caught on fire. Oh, and then the fire department had put her house out. Okay, with, you know, water. Sure. Yeah, and they did not repair <laughs> the fire damage, or the water damage, or the subsequent mold problem mm-hmm. that resulted from the fire and water. So her home has, you know, it's charred city, like, big time. Like, fucking the walls are charred, charred. And then there's mold and water damage creeping down from the walls. That
3: doesn't seem like it would be a healthy place to live. I don't live.
2: feel like it was an inhabitable building, okay. like, at all. Sure. At all. She's getting a $417,000 loan. And I know it's four seventeen dollars because that's the max to get before you get into a jumbo loan. And jumbo loans qualify differently. So she's getting a, I remember, she's getting a $417,000 loan. She's like hundred and twelve years old. I don't think she has any idea what she's doing at all. But I have no choice. Like this, my job is not this. I'm not selling this. You're thing. not. Yeah, you're just, I'm just the, the guy you, going yeah, through the sure, papers, yeah, right? Yeah. And so I sit down across the the table from her in her kitchen, which is squalid. Everything in her home is fucking <laughs> squalid. Oh, no. Right, totes squalid. And I I go I go to move. The uh, tablecloth over, like, it's like a doily tablecloth. I can't sign papers on it with her because, you know, I need a a hard surface, right? Which is what I hear often, like, "Eh, it needs to be a harder surface, right? Yeah. yeah. So I still can't do it. Anyway, so I move it over. (laughs) Doctor
3: prescribed me these little (laughs) pills. Hard-ish. And I have an erection that lasts about four minutes. (laughs) (laughs) That's three and a half more than I need. It's a twofer. Four minutes. That's a duper. She invited a friend. <laughs> I'd disappoint you both. Yeah. It was a guy friend. <laughs> I
4: didn't
3: even blame her. I was like, eh. It was man's best
2: friend. Right. I'll go, yeah. oh, yeah. That's, that's a little further south. Fleas jump out oh. of her like tableclothy. Yeah. Thing, right. Yeah. Did, and they, then I,
3: did they live in tablecloths? I do
2: not uh, know they that. They did there. Huh. Like, like it was like, well, so I assumed they were fleas. They maybe weren't fleas.
3: They could have been bed bugs. Small, <laughs> I don't know, dude. I'm not like a fucking sure. bug scientist, they a, right? They were they were a, a bug of they some sort. They yeah. were a
2: small brown jumping bug. Okay. I assumed fleas. A jumping bug. Right? Okay. So I move, little, little jumpy bugs. like. <laughs> it's like they had a fucking trapeze. It was a whole flea circus, right? <laughs> and I And I don't say anything, but in my head I'm like, I've never been more appalled in my life to be in a location. So sure. and this poor woman is, you know, I mean she's clearly getting fleeced in some way by someone who's going to take advantage of her. Hopefully she used some of that money to either kill herself or buy a new home. Like those are the two options she <gasps> oh, should have God. worked through. That's oh, terrible. She, she's a hunter. She was going to die anyway. She, yeah,
3: she doesn't need to kill herself.
2: So we go through, we do the signing and everything. I drive but now I've like I've got fucking fleas. Yeah. I've got dogs at home and yeah. also no interest in fleas. Sure, yeah. So I go to the office, I throw the papers on a desk, I drive back home, I get out of my truck, I take off all of my clothes in the driveway, all of them, fucking buck naked. The entire thing. I throw my clothes in the garbage can, Uh and I walk in from work naked. (laughs) I walk in, and my wife just looks at me, and it's late, it's like maybe 8, 8.30 at night, you know, because I work, I work longer hours. Let's get I it walk on. in, and I'm just like, fucking dick is a- swinging. I'm just like, it was
3: a bad day at work. <laughs> a very bad day at work. You should have come in coming like humming Marvin Gaye or right? something, you know? <laughs> like, Let's get, get it, it on. on. <laughs> I'm running for you. <laughs> and I will point
2: out I took off my clothes in my driveway because I did not have an attached garage and I still didn't care. Like, I so don't want fucking fleas. It's like, I'll fucking poison the neighbors. Yeah. I don't give a
3: <laughs> shit. They, fucking, they, they went blind fucking for naked. a three block radius. Yeah. It was. People were like, I, you know, it's 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 not. It's supposed to be a new moon, but I could have swore it was a full moon <laughs> <tonight."> <laughs> That's a double full moon. It's Look at that. It's a double full moon and it's. Really white. It's <laughs> way
2: whiter than the normal moon. You get home at like yeah. eight thirty. It's dark except for there's like whoa, whoa
3: <laughs> a pulsating whoa. rump <laughs> sitting outside <laughs> your fucking window. <sighs> yeah, you <sighs> scarred everyone in your old neighborhood. I did. I did. Yeah. That's actually the
2: reason the neighborhood's declined so yeah. <laughs> precipitously in the past five or six years. You should like, take
3: out a four hundred seventeen thousand dollar loan and, and fix house. it up,
2: right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, the, the neighborhood went to shit. It was like, fucking, you've heard a white flight? Yeah. It's because I'm so fucking white. Everybody fucking boogied <laughs> out of there.
4: <laughs> now, the concern, obviously, is if this isn't, isn't bottled up in San Francisco, this kind of nonsense, then it's going to be spreading across the entire Fruited Plain, and you're going to be going to your Burger King in Des Moines, Iowa,
2: and you're going to have a rainbow-colored wrapper for your Whopper. So this first story comes to the new civil rights movement. Anti-gay uh, Anti-gay activist. Christians need militant warrior mentality to defeat satanic LGBT movement. I'm not super sure what this means. So this is a Houston activist, Dr. Stephen Hutz. Hutz. He says that the Christians need to adopt a militant warrior mentality to defeat the wicked, evil, satanic LGBT rights movement. He also says that Caitlyn Jenner uh, 30 years ago would have been locked up for being transgender. Now, that may or may not be true. I don't know. If, like, 30 years ago, did we're in fucking, what, 1995? Were we locking up people for... No, 85. It's 85 okay, right? 85. Yeah, 85. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. Actually, that made me feel less old. Yeah. Um, were we locking
3: people up for <laughs> transgender? being transgender? This guy thinks, when he says 30 years ago, he thinks he's saying 1930. Yeah, he, he must, know, right? Because I think he's probably an older guy, and he's thinking... because. When you get that old, like time doesn't matter anymore. That 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 oh, I'm that, looking forward to that. that. That sense of time doesn't matter anymore. So when when Pat Robertson says thirty years ago, sure. he doesn't mean 1985. Are there like dog years for Pat Robertson? Yeah, Pat or Robertson. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's he's he's on a whole day. Di- he's like like for every one year that we do, he does an uh, a, an an eon, <laughs> so or a millennia. So. <laughs> yeah, I, I. The thing is, 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 is no, they're not talking about 1985 because in 1985 there were fucking bands that people were pra- basically transgender, right? You know, so right. the yeah. idea that 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 would be something so appalling, of course not. It wouldn't be appalling. It would be titillating back then, I sure, guess, but right. not
2: appalling. It would be much more transgressive than it sure, is now. I right? think. So,
3: I think so. Maybe a little more transgressive. Although I don't think too much more this guy though the, he tried to get a group of bigots together he yeah. tried to like hey let's huddle up all our bigots let's get in a bigot huddle guys come <laughs> on guys everybody go team bigot and they, they showed up and it says in here according to the houston press this about 25 thing. people mostly older and white attended monday's rally rally can you call a 25 person thing a rally you can't even call that a proper classroom right
2: it's, it's like then we had a rally When we had a picnic (laughs) recently, not that recently, but we had a double rally, right? We had 50 people or so show up to a fucking picnic. Sure. Look, here's the thing. If they had donuts, you're going to get 25 people, right? It's just like Krispy Kremes. It's like you're going to get a couple dozen people who just show up.
3: Yeah. This is every time they give meals out at Morningstar Mission. It's a rally. It's a rally. Yeah, right.
2: You know, it's so funny because like anytime this sort of shit happens, it's like we're gonna get all of our peeps together and it's like a million moms and fucking a billion bigots or like whatever <laughs> it is, you bigots. know, like and then billion bigots against gays. And then it's like twelve dudes. Yeah. It's like nobody fucking shows up because it's fucking shameful to put your fucking face to your hate. Yep, right. If they had a hood, they may show well, up. Well, that's the thing, right? Yeah. Like the KKK understands that. They've understood that for years. Like, nobody wants to put your face to your hate. Yeah. Because then you still have to walk around and buy groceries tomorrow, right? And you still have to exist in the world. So there are some
3: people who are just like,
2: I don't give a fuck. I'm so fucking already hated. Sure. You know, when I walk around the community, I already have no credibility.
3: Or they're just so angry at this right. point that they just don't care. They right. just they've given up caring, and what they're gonna do is just be outward with all of the anger and hate that they have. Yeah, so right. they're not gonna they're never gonna hide it. So whether they show up to a bigot rally or not, it doesn't matter. People know they're hateful. That's true. Yeah. Right.
2: It's like the emperor. Yeah. Like it's like <laughs> nobody is surprised.
3: Like it's something, like something, something, something bigot.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you show up and fucking you shoot lightning crackling sure. out of your. Yeah. fingertips nobody's like yeah
3: well maybe it's friend lightning yeah and you your know? face looks like a flabby flapjack you know it's got all the different <laughs> all rolls the on it jibble yeah.
2: jowls you got to clean it with a q-tip <laughs> to get it all the get it all in
3: those creases Ugh. good thing is though you don't need to carry a money clip anymore because you could just slide your bills slide, right in it's there. like a lady yeah.
2: tucking money in her fucking bra it's you're just like you're just secreting <laughs> your credit cards in your face
3: jowls he's 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 one of those uh one of those trick uh, cocktail guys who does all the flip stuff. Right, and when you give him a tip, you have to tuck it under. Tuck it in cheek. there. Yes. Yeah. Just, just, just like, like a, it's like a chipmunk. You know, <laughs> I want to read part of this though because it's talking about how he's saying he wants to be more militant. He says, "I think we're missing. or oh, missing in the Christian church today is the militant warrior mentality. I know Jesus said not to take up arms, but I like the old. Uh, uh, but I take the Old Testament literate literally." And then he says they want us to force us to celebrate homosexual and perverted acts. And then he says he makes fun of Caitlyn Jenner by saying that first he calls her Bruce Jenner, and then he says Bruce Jenner puts on a dress and goes on ESPN and gets an award for courage. And then I guess he changed his voice to a nice deep voice and says, "Uh, I'm Caitlyn Jenner. Um, yeah." And that's a quote, a direct quote. Well, he nailed it. I mean, that's how you comedy. "Uh, I'm Caitlyn Jenner. Uh, yeah. And then this is my favorite quote, because this is an actual quote. I'm going to try to read this. It says 30 years ago, they would have locked up Jenner or locked Jenner up. These people are as crazy as a bed (laughs) bug. This is crazy as a bed bug.
4: Go go get it. Uh,
3: And then it says, This is a wicked, evil, satanic movement. They want to recruit, brainwash our children right when the hormones start kicking in. I know. I'm a doctor. I I love that. Argument from authority right in the middle. Right. And then he says, we've got sick, sexually perverted presidents. Right out of nowhere, he says that. Then he says, then <laughs> know, we, got mu- we got the Muslim problem, which is one thing I like about, and I'm going to try to quote this exactly. Dan, uh, Dan, uh, Dan, uh, Donald Trump.
4: <laughs> I love that they quoted
3: him exactly. And then he says, if you know about that religion... Then they know. Then you know they want you to do what they want you to do, or else they will cut your head off. We need people to stand up against this absurd, ungodly tomfoolery. So, on the one hand, right, he's saying we need to be militant, we need to follow the Old Testament, we need to fucking stop being. I mean, basically, what he's saying at the top is, "Stop being pussies. Let's start. Right. Let's start being militant." And then he mentions real militants and right. says, "What the fuck is happening, Why guys? Is- What's he- going on, guys?" These people are cutting people's heads off. Also, I'd like to kill a gay person. I know, right?
2: It's like, I take the Old Testament literally, really? Because the Old Testament prescribes you to stone people yeah, to death exactly. for fucking, what anybody in the real world would look at as a fucking minor yeah, moral transgression, exactly. right? It's like... Not even, a, and in some people's minds, not even a moral transgression. Not trans- even a moral transgression yeah, exactly. at all, right? Wearing
3: like, two types of fucking cloth. Fuck them! Kill them! Kill them with
2: fire! Good Lord. Yeah, I know. It's, it's fucking crazy, right? Like, it's, it's like... You know, the Old Testament is is full of the most immoral shit possible. Sure. Like, and so he's like, yeah, I take that literally. Also, I'm totes mad that the other guys take their shit literally. What do you – you
3: can't – how do you reconcile these things? How- and And it's funny because on one hand, you have people like this who are xenophobic and they want to find any reason they can to hate – muslims sure, right so they're right. going to do what they can to do that and so they're going to use these two things and they'll say oh well, we need to be more militant but at the same time i hate the militants etc right but then you have the people like w- the, the guy in fucking russia last week who says hey those militants they got the right idea they hate the gays like right. us so yeah. he, at least he's seeing common ground with isis and they're they're both fucking batshit insane stances <laughs> to take
2: that's the thing. It's like <laughs> neither stance works. It, 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 somehow, both stances are in their minds ideologically consistent. consistent. Yeah. And yet they're diametrically opposed to one another yeah. in, in every reasonable way. You want to get them in a room and be like, guys, guys, do you recognize you're both Christians, right? You're both, right? Yeah, you're both, you're here. both Christians. Yeah. You think totally opposite things on this subject. And this is why government needs to not be involved, right? Yeah. Because you guys are on the same page, and yet cannot read the same letters, right? You're fucking, you're, 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 you don't, you're, you got the same book and you got a totally different set of messages and the same messages mean different things to you. Yeah. What? That's why religion needs to exist in a sphere outside of right. government and out, like, it's, this is fucking gobbledygook. It's garbage. There was the problem in Europe not too long ago where, you know, the, the roving bands of assholes were, you know, sexually assaulting women, right? Like, right. You know, Do we want – and I don't know – and I didn't cover that story on purpose because the details and the facts as regards the motivations were somewhat unclear, so we sort of skipped that story. Um, But but I guess my point is like do we want that? Do we want militant warriors banding together themselves around these crazy goals and then policing our society? No. I don't think that's a good right. Yeah, look like, at the Muslim
3: guys in the in in England that are you right. can't walk through their their area with a can of beer in your right. hand. It's or religious vigilantism. Exactly, you yeah. know, and nobody can support. Like if you support religious vigilantism,
2: that just means that you're an asshole. Yeah, like that's what that means. <laughs> Does it add right? anything? Yeah, there are a few things in this world that are a fucking litmus test for assholery. Yeah, there's. A, I feel like you could come up real quick with like a fucking five question questionnaire, and if any, it's like if you answer yes to any of these questions, we're fucking done. We're not having any more conversations because the fucking litmus thing is red as fuck.
0: <laughs>
4: this
2: story is unsurprisingly from Right Wing Watch. Ted Cruz, God is helping me bring America back from the abyss. We are, I didn't know we were uh, near the abyss. So yeah. evidently we're like deep underwater in an exploratory machine that's going to be visited soon by aliens. Either that or we had to sacrifice
3: a creature each turn. <laughs>
2: yeah. Movie and
3: magic references. Oh
2: my god, guys. Hey, everybody catch our references?
3: God damn. This is why women love us. I know it's like it's like a sci-fi movie or magic right. gathering. Oh, Good god. lord. Hey ladies, uh,
2: what's going on? I
3: just I just unzipped my hoodie. <laughs> I took a shower last week. I feel good. <laughs> okay, so let's. Will you listen. play with my hairy nipples. <laughs> let's to what said, <laughs> Who looks like a giant? I'll play him. with your hairy nipples. He looks like a giant baby, <laughs> right? <laughs> Doesn't he look like a giant baby all That's the time? That's because his face is weirdly smooth. It's so smooth.
2: It's, it, you know, it's it's his face is. I was I was actually thinking this a minute ago. His face is like a face. Made by someone who doesn't know what faces look like. It's
3: like an alien who's who's crafted a right. face based on someone telling them what a face should or look or like, like yeah, or like or like a composite sketch come to life. <laughs>
2: You know where it's just flat and two-dimensional <laughs> somehow and weird? Or like a silicone mask that sure. like you would
3: wear for Halloween yeah. that just has no texture to or it. Or someone sculpted a face after they felt someone else's face. Yeah, they like were a blind, blind. person yeah. sculpting. Yeah, exactly. a nosular area. <laughs> <laughs> okay, great. All right, so here's Ted Cruz.
5: Look, I want to ask you about this evangelical support for Donald Trump. Is it a scratch-your-head
2: moment? Does it dumbfound you at all? What is your take on this exactly?
5: Listen, at at the end of the day, what we're seeing is voters in Iowa making a determination on the ground. Um, I don't believe anyone's going to win Iowa from a TV studio in Manhattan or a TV studio in in D.C. Iowa's going to be one on the ground. You know, we're... Wrapping up what's called the full Grassley, going to 99 counties, all 99 counties in Iowa, standing in front of the men and women of Iowa and answering their questions.
2: It's a fucking waste of time. You go to fucking 87 of those 99 counties in Iowa, there's fucking nine people in the whole county in Iowa. And only three of them
3: can read. They have to actually, in order to get their attention, you have to walk by the corn and like beat on it oh, know, right? so that they come out of the corn. <laughs> it's
2: yeah. like when you go to Iowa to try to get anybody to show up, you have to yell, ali ali
3: oxen free. <laughs> and they have to get off their oxen. Yeah. No, you scream Marco. And right. they scream Polo back.
5: It I takes know. a humility to submit yourself to the voters and to ask for their support, to go to VFW halls, to go to pizza ranches, to go to people's living rooms. Yeah, to
3: go to VFW halls. he's say, The whole time he's just thinking, how am I going to scrub this? stink off of my
4: skin
3: when I get out of here. God, it basically just said, like, you know, it takes a
2: certain humility to have to fucking walk around with you common people. Exactly. You fucking dirty-ass fucking
5: corn
3: goblins. God, Sam, if I had to visit you poor people one more time, I'm going to pull my fucking three hairs out of my head.
5: And take the hard questions. That's the Iowa way. And and I think it is a wonderful thing that in Iowa, that in in New Hampshire and South Carolina, the citizens take very seriously the responsibility to vet the candidates listen this election is not about any one person
2: no it's very much about one like it's gonna come down to one person it's this is fucking hunger games bro like one person's (laughs) gonna win exactly hunger games i hope they all die
3: (laughs) We all kill each other. (laughs) Donald Trump with a bow and he's shooting motherfuckers. I haven't even seen the movies. I only know the commercials, and I'm like, yes, let's make a Hunger Games. Hunger Games, yes, because they ate like crackers and they killed each other, right? Is that Uh, how it happened? Pretty much the whole thing. It's that short book, and Jennifer Lawrence shows her tits or
2: something. Is that Mm, no? Really? I don't know. I'm gonna rewatch the Hunger Games. (laughs) I must have missed an important plot detail. It's gonna happen, but I'll be back. Yeah. Or not be back. I don't know. You know, it depends. (laughs) It depends on the length of the scene. If I get nappy, (laughs) sometimes you just your eyes start to close involuntarily. Uh, (laughs) They should thunderdome these guys. I feel like that's like like I Trump with Trump with
3: Cruz as master blaster on top of them. Actually, should be the other way around. I think no matter what, Santorum has to be the one on top. Oh, you he's know. usually on the bottom. <laughs> uh, did you
2: hear, by the way, that he said, uh, he, he said like that they've besmirched his good name? Oh, yeah. And he's Google like, did. <laughs> he, he suggested, he's like, Google my name and then like to people. And he's like, look what they've done. Look what they've done. All I did was stand up for, uh, you know, traditional marriage rights. And it's like, no, your name has become synonymous with the frothy mix of fecal matter, blood, and lube that sometimes results from anal sex. That is the new definition of Santorum, specifically because you related them to child molesters and dog fuckers. Yeah. Like, that's what happens. Like, you weren't standing up for traditional marriage, but I love that he told people, like, Google sure. it, because yeah. now all the fucking all the people, old now people have were no like, I'm a oh, Google Santorum, and then... Like, you are... Why is he still running? That He's is, got less than in some
3: in some polls he has a zero percent vote. The, it's the greatest trick anyone's ever pulled. Really, it's amazing. <laughs> right? It, it's amazing that someone was able to do that. They renamed it. Was it was
2: it was Dan Savage? Yeah, yeah it's, it's it, brilliant. His people it's absolutely renamed brilliant.
5: It. Any one individual who believes he or she will make America great, you know what? For seven years we've had a president in the White House. Who has had a messiah complex? So, you're referring to Donald Trump there, that comparison. But what I'm saying is, it's not about Barack Obama, it's not about Donald Trump, and it's not about me. It is about the American people, it's about the future of this country. I hate his voice. Oh, my
3: God, and it's, and it's such bullshit,
5: too. It's not about the American people, no. it's about you, man.
3: Right. You're Shut the fuck running up, for dude. president. The American people are running for president. Right? you a no. fuckhead. <laughs> It doesn't even make any sense. It's not about the American people. Can you imagine this guy as president? Okay, like guys. Platitude so garbage. I'm, uh,
2: I'm the president. Just want to let y'all know I'm the president.
3: He has I, I also hate how he talks too. It's he sounds disgusting. so you know, and I know this sounds stupid because I, I shouldn't be swayed by the emotionality of it, but he really does sound weak to me. He sounds like a weak person. But it's an affect, right? Yeah. Like here's why it's
2: okay to be swayed by that. Because it's clearly an affect. It's it's that it's that sort of slow talky. Um, okay. Either he's pandering right. or he's weak. Those are your two options. Yeah. It, 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 there's no good out of that. Yeah. Right. There's nothing. There's nothing in that that sounds clear and decisive. And you know, I want somebody to talk to me, and in a way that is at a cadence and speed. That suggests that they know what the fuck's going on right. and not that they're searching desperately for the next fucking word. Or that they're trying to fucking break to me that I have fucking face cancer, right? Yeah. He's it's like <laughs> he's like, okay, all right, okay. So um um that, face. That thing on your face that yeah. you call your face. Yeah, that's actually that whole thing's
5: cancer. It's actually cancer. It's whole thing.
3: Ah <laughs>
5: and the only way to make America great again is for we the people to rise up and bring this country back. And and what you
3: know, what what are we talking about? How far back? are we talking?
2: Well, I don't know. I mean, like, do you, do you go
3: back a whole do set we go of terms? Back, yeah, do we go back a whole set of terms? Do we go back a decade? Do we go back two decades? I don't know because, how far yeah, back.
2: Because and that, that's actually a great point. Because these guys they never talk about what your reference point for comparison is, right? So I always think the reference point of comparison when there's when we're talking about a new presidential candidacy is is the the previous prior one, yeah. president, right? It could like,
3: be, but they're not making any
5: right. judgment on that. And, and what our campaign is focused on is trying to energize and empower the grassroots. That's where sovereignty resides in this country. And, you know, one of the amazing things, David, we have a a prayer team of people all across the country that are... Great.
2: Awesome. A prayer team. Whoa, a prayer team? Whoa, what a bunch of powerhouses. They're going to sit and wish together. They're going to fucking wish for things together. It's like, what if they all wish for the same thing? How powerful would that be? Oh, uh, you know what we also have? We have a fucking secret team together. They all throw their intentions to the universe.
3: Woohoo! I'll tell you, your fucking, your video game guild could get more things done than right? that, you know? Right? You could fucking get a community
2: of fucking masturbators on Pornhub to accomplish more. <laughs>
3: <laughs> At least they'd come together.
5: <laughs>
2: Nicely done <laughs> set up and spiked
5: tree that are lifting the country up in prayer and and, and every day as I travel I was I, I Asked the people here to stand on the promises of 2nd Chronicles 714.
3: Oh for fuck's fucking sake, sake. God damn it! Uh, what yes. are second? What the fuck is Second Chronicles fourteen? No, my he's balls, gonna asshole! Tell us. He's Sounds gonna like tell a us. fucking play in
2: football, uh, you piece of shit! How am I supposed to? I really can't stand listening to him. I really
5: can't.
3: Well, let's hear what fucking Second
2: Chronicles uh, these nuts is. Oh, I'm or sure whatever. it's going
3: to be fucking life changing.
5: Yeah. Hang on a minute, let me. To lift this country up in prayer, there is an awakening. There's a spirit of revival that I see every day. It's sweeping this country, and and David, I fear for America. If we keep on this path there comes a point of no return. From what's
3: wrong, tell me what's wrong! <laughs> if we keep going on this path, it's so fucking vague. What path, asshole? Yeah, specifically which, like, I, is he talking about economic
2: issues, social issues, foreign policy issues? I don't even know which general direction he's headed in.
5: And my prayer is that this awakening continue, that the body of Christ rise up to pull us back from the abyss. What that's, does that mean? That's you enough. I'm done. Zombie with this Jesus guy. to show up they, and do things. You
2: know, Did uh, we even figure out what 2 Corinthians 2, uh, Timothy 7, say it. Roman, he didn't whatever say it. But is? You know the
3: thing is, is like fucking what they're talking what he's talking about is just I want to inject more God into government. That's all. Right. And whatever we got away from whatever part of the conservative agenda was pushed forward and away from you know the original conservative agenda, we're gonna pull back. We're gonna rein it back in. Sure. That's all he's talking about. He's just talking about some sort of you know vague reference to how we're not we're not uh discriminating against gay people's marriage anymore or how we're allowing gays into the military or how we're making sure that in some states not all states people have to serve gay people. Is it all about gay rights? I think at this so. Point? Like, I what think other because social what, issues? There's are not we... a lot of other social issues that were handled though. I mean when you think about it socially, Th- there's not I... there hasn't been yeah. a lot. You know, I guess you could talk about how some places in the country have started putting in higher minimum wage things and how on the other side they're talking about minimum wage, but on this side they're just staunchly against it. I guess immigration might be another thing, although again, I don't really feel like there's been a any kind of great Leafs for well, Yeah, I was gonna that, say what have
2: been the great immigration reforms that Obama's, Obama fucking put in a place.
3: Obama's, right? Right? Obama's deported more people than a lot of other presidents have. So I don't know what those what those great things would be. You know the thing is is like it's all just vagary.
0: Want to contact the guys? Go to dissonancepod.com to get links to their Google Plus, Facebook, and Twitter accounts. If you want to contact them directly, send an email to dissonance.podcast at gmail.com. Or you can call and leave a message at 740-74-DOUBT. That's 740-743-6828. Do you want to support the show? Go to patreon.com. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com forward slash dissonance pod. Or click the link on the podcast homepage, and you can donate to the production of Cognitive Dissonance on a per episode basis. If you can't spare any money... Take a second to give us a five-star review on iTunes or Stitcher, or spread the word about the show. We want to send a big, heartfelt glory hole to all the patrons and people who rate us. You fucking rock.
2: So, Sister comes from the Patheos blogs, specifically the Friendly Atheist blog. Uh, rapper B.O.B. The B is, for some reason... The lesser of the letters in this, there's the capital B. Oh, the O is. You said. Oh, I'm the B? sorry. The, yeah. the, the the O is. So I guess it's so that nobody calls him rapper Bob. So rapper Bob says the world is flat, <laughs> and he's got the evidence to prove it. So yeah. uh, this dude Bob, uh, he posted all over Twitter photos of the Earth, like, and crazy shit about how the world is flat. And at first I thought, okay, this guy's just fucking trolling. Like he's just Trolling some stuff. Um, But, you know, it turns out this guy's got a whole host of other, like, super crazy ideas. um, And he's constantly spouting off, like, super crazy shit on his Twitter. Like, all this, like, weird conspiracy theory sort of gobbledygook. Uh, Um, And Neil deGrasse Tyson actually came out. And had a fucking
3: like. I guess his son had a counter rap. Yeah, they. I listened to it. Yeah. Did you listen to it's it? Not, I, I, I gotta be honest. To counter raps. I gotta be honest. I don't. As a rule, not a huge fan of it. I listened to it and I thought it sounded it sounded real weak. Like I don't like his his nephew's voice yeah. for rap. It doesn't sound very good. And I just did for me. I was like, eh. It didn't really do a lot for me. But I will say this. I go under. I, I I at first thought he was a troll too. The first thought. first thought I was like, this guy's a troll. Yeah. Then. You start reading his tweets, like you said, and you think, oh, maybe not. Maybe he isn't a troll. Maybe he really does believe this. But I will say this. Regardless of whether he is or isn't a troll, he's a marketing fucking genius. And the reason why he's a marketing fucking genius is because I bet you he got a ton new, ton of new flowers because yeah, of right? this. And he wound up getting uh, mentioned on The Daily Show. Uh, that Neil deGrasse Tyson actually came out and did a thing on The Daily Show where he uh, he explained – the process of why this doesn't work and why why you think that the world is flat even though you're a tiny little thing on a giant sphere. And of course you will think the world's flat, of course, but you know, you're just so small, there's no way that you can actually see it, et cetera. And then at the end he drops the mic. He says something like, Let me demonstrate gravity or whatever. And he drops the mic. (laughs) Very funny. But this dude got a mention on The Daily Show. Right. You know what I right. mean? Yeah. People that wouldn't have known him. hes I'm sure he's gotten mentions on all kinds of news agencies, too, that are looking for a funny or interesting story that they can talk about on today's news. So this guy is just constantly getting free press all over the place. We're talking about him. It's true. You know, so regardless of whether or not he's a troll, it fucking worked. Yeah, it, worked. it did. It
2: did. I'm, I am astonished that there are still actual people who spend time and energy Trying to prove because there is a there's a larger I want to say movement because that makes it sound like it's more than fucking thirty dudes in basements right but
3: there is a there there he's not the only podcast is a movement right exactly (laughs)
2: it's a fucking bowel movement. (laughs) Not even a particularly
3: satisfying one, right? Oh, like, yeah, this like is, there's still a little something that's stuck in there. Damn it! This is this is, this is it's like when the they pl- walk in while you're going to the bathroom. You know, <laughs> it's like you're on the toilet, right? And then they walk and in, the, like ah, Jesus. Now I got stage I fright. Stop! I can't fart in here Jesus. while you're in here. Well, you can't. Yeah, <laughs> I don't fuck. Somebody walks in, I'm fucking loud and proud. Like whatever. I wear headphones, now, so I don't
2: mind. Fucking trumpeting in this pig. Yeah, I don't care. But like you know, it, it, it is astonishing that there is a whole host of internet fucking weirdos who really believe that the fucking earth is flat, even though we have sent people, I mean, despite all of the evidence that we have that the earth is not flat, like that you don't, it does not require space travel for, Yeah, I would think that question would be fucking settled as soon as you went to space. Like, as soon as you go to actual sure. fucking space, even if you watch that video of that Felix Baumgartner guy who went up,
3: like, yeah. totes high yeah. and then skydive back. I think their answer could, to that, though, is that the, the GoPro lens was correcting... Because it's a fisheye lens, and they're saying that it's a fisheye lens, and therefore yeah. when they straighten it out, and you're like, Yeah, of course, you're you're editing the footage so you can make it as straight as you want. <laughs> I can't. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not me? kidding. Are you fucking not, kidding, I kidding I me? I wish I was kidding.
2: You're saying this, and my whole fucking body is shutting down. <laughs> I like I was I'm was having kidding, fucking bro. straight organ failure listening to that kidding. shit.
3: I wish I wish that someone never said that before me.
2: Who the f- <laughs> fucking what what do they say when you go to space yeah. and take a picture of yeah. the earth and like you look around and like all of the planets that you can view in a fucking telescope the moon they're all roughly spherical yeah why would i think that we're the only disc
3: the other thing that this well, guy but I don't, hold on a second why can you can you actually answer? can anybody at like why would we be the only disc? Well, I think what they're saying is you're seeing a round thing. That doesn't mean you're seeing a sphere thing. They would say you're seeing a disc as well, and they happen to be positioned, in in this case, this way rather but, than the but other. But doesn't
2: way. that necessarily suggest, and I'm not a fucking astro guy, but, like, doesn't that necessarily suggest... I'm not even a fucking astro baseball <laughs> player. I'm like, but doesn't that even suggest <laughs> that, like... He then it's an astro... <laughs> Right. They, wouldn't have you, they wouldn't have you fucking serve the popcorn. Are you kidding me? I actually, it took me a minute. I didn't know where they were from, but yeah. I knew that they were a baseball. So I couldn't have Houston Astro, but. You'd have to be in Houston, first of all. Which, oh my God, I can't. Nope. I wouldn't serve the anyway. popcorn. They would fucking turn brown upon contact with the air. Anyway. But like, wouldn't that suggest if they're all discs that they never move or that they always move? Exactly, unlock step with each what other. What I know? It just doesn't make any sense at all. Disc-shaped <laughs> chunks that always present the flat side to us, what no matter I, what. What I want
3: to say though is, ah. when when Bob was rapping about this, because Bob put out a little rap song, and I listened to his rap song, and in the middle of it, he has Neil deGrasse Tyson talking, and so Neil, he ta- he's taken this clip of Neil deGrasse Ty- Tyson talking about how the Earth is not a perfect sphere. The Earth is an oblate spheroid, meaning it's a little thicker in the middle than it is on the ends, sure. but it's also a little thicker at the bottom, the south, than it is at the top, the north, so it's kind of pear-shaped in that sense. So because am I. It's, Because... <laughs> <laughs> I like <laughs> big butts, and I cannot. Li- but seriously, it's 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 shaped like sure. that. But he's he's laughing and saying it doesn't. It, uh, you're saying it looks like a player, pair, but it's actually flat. Blah blah blah. I'm, I know your face is making this this, I, this I, look I, right now. This well, I, look I, I that is incredulous. Look, that you cannot believe what I'm saying. I can't believe but that I, somebody would think that the earth looks like a. Man. No, he doesn't think it looks like a pair. He's saying that to Tyson that, that is Tyson lying. Tyson thinks it looks like a pair. No, he's saying Tyson is lying to all of us, and the earth is really flat. That's what he's saying in the song, that Tyson is lying to all of us because he can't even get his own story straight is what he's saying. That's what I, I as, as near as I can tell, I, I basically lobotomized myself to try to understand this. I'm just flabbergasted that in an age where we have an international space station we and have a,
2: GPS technology,
3: I think you can look right now at the Earth from outer space on some sort of camera on a live feed. I'm pretty sure you I'm can. I'm
2: confident you can I'm live pretty feed sure the you Earth, can. right? Yeah. And it's it. And when you look at it, you can't see all the continents, right? <laughs> right. The fucking ask it answered that. It's yeah. just you're looking at a part of it. Well, it, then we know there's other parts of it.
3: So where did they go? Well, they must be on the other side of the thing. And to and in order to to have this conspiracy oh God, so crazy. of a of a flat Earth, there has to be so many people involved in it. I mean, all the people in the space industry, all the people in the airline industry, everybody, all the people in the boats industry for yeah, the last six hundred years. I mean, right? anything, like, that tra- anything that travels that goes right. that goes a great distance, you have to be involved in it some way because it's not like it's not like fucking Magellan was in on it. It's not like. Everybody uses a sphere as a model and it somehow works on a flat plane. Right,
2: right. But we're, we are talking about a. Global Un- conspiracy, well, not a globe, a, right, a, s- a flat conspiracy. conspiracy, conspiracy <laughs> that stretches back literally hundreds of years yeah. for no reason, <laughs> for no like what is there to gain? It's like the long con, right? Yeah. It's like yes, mm, and in another twelve years, it all comes together. It only took decade, no generation, no hundreds of yeah, years exactly. from Magellan forward. Oh, when they say they circumnavigated yeah. the globe, mm, they just floated away into the water and fucked around for a year got themselves scurvy Threw some of their fucking people overboard all so that 600 years later
3: I could rap about it yeah Salon a long con bro uh way to go Bob <laughs> rapper Bob <laughs> rapper Bob
2: <laughs> I like too that his name is rapper Bob because yeah. you know you're a good rapper when you have to preface that you're a rapper by identifying that you are a rapper I'm That'd podcasting be like, Cecil right yeah. <laughs> Hello, I'm construction worker Bill. Oh, okay, construction. What are you in a fucking kids show? Exactly, like you live kid in a show. kids show. It's Bob the Builder, right? Yeah,
4: he's the horn-headed dude in the red pajamas.
2: This story also from Right Wing Watch. Ted Cruz welcomes endorsement of Mike Bickle, who believes Oprah is a forerunner to the Antichrist.
3: I think we've talked about this guy before in the past. Look at
2: his fucking face.
3: I know like they, they got frozen. The thing is, is, is that it's perfectly frozen in this. Uh, seizure moment. I know, he totally which is does great. like. He looks like he is a chipmunk
2: that's farting. That's <laughs> what he looks like right now. He's like, he's got his teeth out and he's like, got his weird eye on. He's making going on. an F sound for right. sure.
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs> uh, so I want to play uh, one of these videos for you. This is where he's calling Oprah a forerunner of the Antichrist. And I think. This is the same the same guy or one of the same guys who was talking about Oprah as the Whore of Babylon before. So. Was
2: Oprah the Whore of Babylon? They've so many people have been the whore of Babylon. I can't remember that Oprah was one of them.
3: She seems to, I don't know, she just doesn't seem promiscuous enough for it for me. Right. If she's the yeah. whore of
2: Babylon, she's like the least hoary whore she's a, she's ever. She's a terrible whore. She's like a whore that just
3: wants to cuddle. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, what the fuck? Wait a minute? I, I had would pay paid for more. Right? Jesus. Cuddle with myself. Right. But... I fucking get a dog. That's not why you're here. <laughs> <That's funny.
4: laughs> the heart of Babylon is preparing the nations to receive the Antichrist.
3: Prepare your anus. Because <laughs> <laughs> here comes Big Daddy yeah, Antichrist.
2: Right? Look, like, <laughs> I got a fist and I know how to use it. <laughs> I sort of feel like if the Antichrist is coming, you know, I don't know how much preparation I'm going to do ahead of that. Yeah. It's like yeah. he's. He's not going to be gentle anyway,
4: <laughs> you know? The Harm in Babylon will be a religion of affirmation, toleration, no absolutes, a counterfeit justice movement.
2: All of those things, except for counterfeit justice, sound great. Yeah. Like uh, a tolerance, I, affirmation, and fucking gray area yeah. where you're just like allowed uh, to have nuance. Oh, that seems, seems kind of nice. Wow.
4: They will feed the poor, have humanitarian projects, inspire acts of compassion. For all the wrong reasons. Sign me up for the whore. What the like, fuck is the
3: wrong reason? The wrong reason is it's not in your in the god in your God's glory, but it's doing good works. So what they're doing is they're I mean, this is really brilliant though. What you're doing is you're demonizing every single other humanitarian work that isn't your own. Right. Right.
2: Well, you're saying, like, it doesn't count. So if I go out and feed the feed and clothe the poor, right, like, that doesn't count unless I feed and clothe the poor because toad's Jesus. Right. Right? It doesn't mean anything if I do it just because they look like they need help and I'm a compassionate human being who recognizes the nature of the human condition, right? Like, that means fucking nothing, nothing. in it that means world. nothing. View, right? It means, it means nothing. nothing. But I listen to that, and it's just like, a, just like anybody would listen to that and just be like, well, fucking sign me up. First of all, I get a whore. Yeah. So... <laughs> jackpot right like you're like "Mm." so far not seeing the downside (laughs) then also the whore is like hey uh, in a refractory period (laughs) let's go go out and do good works and so you go out and do good works with your whore yeah I don't know like like, fucking she could be my girlfriend like it's fine (laughs) like it's like it's like a good person that's gonna fuck me like okay yeah I
3: mean I'm still willing to pay it's fine And is it the guy when he's when he's saying all these things he's judging all the other good works he's 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 saying all the other good works all these other things that right. all these people are doing these you know feeding the, clo- the and clothing et cetera, are for the wrong reasons, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. And he's the one, he's the arbiter of whether or not the reasons are right. Yeah. Right. How do you get that power? How do you get to make that decision? But people in the audience, there's enough people there. Clearly, he's got a fucking PA system, yep. right? There's enough people where he needs a microphone to talk to all these people, To and they're letting him decide whether or not these things are good or not? You gotta ask yourself, are you letting people, other people decide what is good and right?
2: Can you imagine... If you were in a situation where you were in dire straits and somebody came to you and it, you were hungry and they gave you a food and you looked at them and said, Before I taste this food, I'd like to know more about your internal dialogue. Sure. Right? Like
3: why exactly did you do this? Do you feel guilty about right, it? Right. You know? You'd be yeah.
2: like, fucking thanks for the food. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, at the rest of the day, I don't care if, like, somebody hands me, if, if somebody fucking goes through their entire life doing nothing but good works, and the whole time in the back of their mind, they're just like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you. I don't care at all. It means nothing. Yeah. I don't have to live inside their fucking head. I yep. get to, I have to live yep. in the world yep. where our consequences and actions and sure. the physicality of our bodies mean something. Where I could die because I right. need a food. Right. Yeah.
4: They won't know it. Beloved, they will be sincere, many of them, but their sincerity will not in any way lessen the impact of their deception. The fact that they are sincere does not make their deception less damaging. How
3: can you be sincere and deceptive? And how do you know their sincerity, period? How can you judge someone's sincerity? So, But but
2: I actually don't even understand what he's... I don't understand, and I'm not even fucking around. I don't understand what he's saying. He's saying that... He's, is he saying that the people who are acting sincerely are still being deceptive, or are they being deceived? I I think he
3: might be saying they're being deceived.
2: Okay, then that makes sense. But I think he's misspeaking. I, I think so, because yeah. I can't be both sincere and deceptive at the same time. Right, right. Yeah, okay. because...
3: because you could you could w- act sincere because that is deceptive, right? right? Acting right. sincere would be deceptive, right. right? But I think he's saying they think they're being sincere, right? But, but they are being deceived. They are being deceived. I think by that's the what, devil by. I guess the right, devil, Because we're to the, we're the, to the devil, devil at The devil is point. giving you food to. G- he's giving out sandwiches to the homeless. Oh you know God. what? If the devil is giving out sandwiches to the homeless, then he's no different than God,
2: right? Yeah. Wait, no. He's giving out sandwiches for the homeless. Like, well, guess he is different? His totes he's different. different. He's better, right?
4: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like again, <laughs> sign me up for the whore. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I believe that one of the main pastors, as a forerunner. To the harlot movement. It's not the harlot movement yet. It's Oprah.
3: Harlot movement. The harlot movement. I thought he said Harlem movement at first. It's and the I was, Harlem shake. And I was like, huh? is it the Harlem globetrotters. Right? What are we talking about? They here, always buddy. beat the generals. Yeah, the
2: Oprah is the leader of the harlot movement.
3: Yeah, it's the harlot movement. I am interested
2: in this harlot movement a too, whole lot. Actually, yeah. This sounds like the best movement. You know what? I'll
3: tell you what. I bet they get more than fucking 24 people to show up to their fucking rally. You know, there's a lot of people in this audience when I'm watching the video. there's It's a whole fucking airport hangar full of people. I mean, it's a giant gymnasium or whatever he's speaking to. But uh, But when he's talking about this sort of thing, if you're going to decry someone else's charitable works – as evil, mm-hmm. I think you're a scumbag. Right. I think you're an absolute scumbag. Unless that charitable works are, I donated a bunch of money to ISIS or something.
4: <laughs> <laughs> then
3: I'm okay with that, Is that.
2: ISIS, are you guys a 501c3? Yeah.
3: Can I claim this on my fucking taxes?
2: Yeah, you should totally I wanna, Let me write down Dear the U.S. government
3: oh God, that'd be so Charities
2: funny. I supported I this year I gave away 10 grand ISIL. to ISIL <laughs> That'd be amazing, right? Yeah, uh, <laughs> sir We have a fucking one-way ticket to Cuba for you. Excuse me. Can you put this ball gag in? (laughs) Enjoy your new hood. Yeah.
4: She is winsome. She is kind. She is reasonable. She is utterly deceived. What a bitch. How the fuck do you know?
3: Right. I mean, really, you're telling this entire group of people that so-and-so is deceived. Yeah, I, I also, and you're making a judgment based on their actions.
2: Yeah, I, I would also take issue with his calling Oprah winsome. Like winsome is generally attractive. Yeah, eh, we'll go ahead and we'll just set that one off to the side. I mean, no, no slam on Oprah here. Yeah, but that's tip. That would not be one of the top 450 words that I used <laughs> to describe Oprah. Like, if I had to use the top four or five hundred words that sure. leap into mind. Yeah in description of oprah and i have no strong feelings about oprah one way or the other
3: at no point would i say mm, winsome, winsome. Yeah. yeah that i wouldn't come to also that. i've never used the word winsome yeah it's an old-timey bible word right. probably
4: utterly deceived a classy woman a cool woman a charming woman but has a spirit of deception and she is one of the clear pastors forerunners to the harlot movement. What are you talking about? How would you know
2: all this? You, all you do he, he extols the virtues of her character yeah. and the virtues of her actions. So if you can't know me by my character or my actions, then how the fuck do you know me? Yeah. What does that even mean to know somebody? I,
3: you're just making it up. Like, you're you got to fucking get
2: fucking nose-to-nose
3: nose well, and get just, a soul gaze with just somebody? you fucking picking somebody out of the crowd and saying that person's bad and I can fucking talk about whoever I want because I'm the only one who knows what God knows. Right. You wouldn't, get to decide what God knows.
2: Wouldn't it be awesome? Because it's a big fucking airport hangar, like you said, full of fucking credulous dipshits, right? Wouldn't it be awesome to be like, okay, and we're also, before you all get home— we're gonna check all your DVRs for the Oprah show. <laughs> like all these people, be like,
4: "Oh, oh, fuck!" Oh, oh. <laughs> you want answers? I think I'm entitled. To you them. want answers? I want the truth. You can't handle the truth.
2: All right. So this story comes from the friendly atheist blogs over at Patheos. Uh, Bernie Sanders, I'm not actively involved with organized religion. I thought this was great. I, I read this story during the week, too. Um, Bernie's been pressed a number of times on his religious stance, and he usually kind of gives a, a roundabout answer. Sure, it just says, sure. like, let's get back to the fucking issues. Yeah. This is goddamn irrelevant. I'm Bernie Sanders, so mad all the time! <laughs> yeah. But finally he answered the question, and he should be so mad all the time. Um, but he finally answered the question was just like, look doesn't fucking matter. I'm not actively involved with organized religion, Sanders said in a recent interview. I think everyone believes in God in their own ways, not. He said to me it means that all of us are connected, all of life is connected and that we are all tied together. And I thought
3: you got he's got at least He's got, a I, little, know, right? I know, I know, I there's, know. There's, there's, it's a step forward and a step back for yeah, me. Right. That's what it feels like to me. It doesn't right, feel like yep. it's 100% like, you know, there's two options. He can either confront it head on or he can just say, let's talk about the issues like you said, right. right? There's a couple of different ways he can do it. He chose in this sense to say, okay, well, let's confront it head on and say, I don't really do do organized religion, but I kind of think everybody believes in God because that's a real safe answer to say right sure. now. Um, but – you know, safe in a sense, but it's also, I think, a dangerous thing to say because I think the very religious people of the United States will latch on to this as a very negative thing that he said. Absolutely. It's a hyper-negative thing. And the people on on the far end of this, the the unreligious folks like us, are going to look at it and say, it's not far enough, Right and i think that that's just a game of politics just that like that's how politics works anyway sure. either it's too far or it's not far enough for a group of people that's just how politics works so i'm not i wouldn't give him shit for this uh, but i don't think it's a it's a 100% you know straightforward great answer here's the problem though is that if if we if we don't love bernie
2: sanders we learned this from our last episode yeah, so. if if for one second you don't fucking extol the virtues of Bernie Sanders' cock in your mouth. Yeah. The the left, the far left, of which I am one. Yeah. And I will say, let me caveat this with saying, I am going to vote for Bernie in the primary sure. with, with a feeling of happiness and glee. Right. But no man is perfect. And no candidacy is perfect. And there are criticisms that can be leveled against anybody and sure. criticisms about effectiveness of a candidate, which are different from criticisms of the candidate, right? Yeah. And we, we, we did recently uh, talk, and I specifically said that I thought maybe he was a placeholder candidate. Sure. Um, and I, I question his ability in a divided Congress, uh, and like we have, to be an effective leader if he were to become elected. I'm not sure that after a super centrist Obama, I'm not sure a far left candidate like Bernie will be able to accomplish things because he'll just be blocked at sure. every turn, right? sure. But as soon as you say that, it's amazing, the vitriol that we received.
3: Yeah. It was, it was astonishing to w- me. Email after email, comments, people tweeting at us saying we missed it, we got it wrong, et cetera, right. et cetera. It's just our opinion. It's okay. And here's the thing. Right. Here's the thing I want to say that I think other people should understand. It's an opinion show, and it's, it's our opinion. It, it, it's not right or wrong. It's just what we, what we think. It's how we're affected by these things. We just, it, that's it. That's all there is to it. And it's okay to have a differing opinion with someone. Right. If you have a differing opinion with someone, uh, it it makes it so it makes you think about it. Whether or not you agree with them, it'll make make you at least think about it, maybe think about it a little differently than you did. It's a good thing to have a differing opinion. If you're surrounded by people with all the same opinion, you get in into an echo chamber. You get into that area where no matter what happens, you're going to be saying the same thing as everybody else, and everybody else is going to be agreeing. It's a big circle jerk, right? right. It's a giant circle jerk. And to be honest, this podcast is pretty much a circle jerk. It's a I huge, mean, huge, it's circle, a huge jerk. circle jerk. Yeah. Everybody in the, everybody's on board with the skepticism. Everybody's on board with the atheism. Once in a while, we talk about politics, and, and everybody's pretty much on board with the same politics that we're on. Uh, so it is pretty much a circle jerk. Um, but once in a while, we'll we'll see somebody do something or say something. We'll think, "Oh God, that didn't work" or "That that wasn't good." And people will flip their shit. And we had somebody this week, a couple people this week, they were just like not interested in hearing it. They're talking about how they wanted to unsubscribe from the podcast because they we said like a minute worth of stuff that was kind of negative about Bernie Sanders. My suggestion, to you is unsubscribe. Like seriously, like if if you can't if you are so sensitive that you can't handle a tiny bit of criticism, or you know, and it's not even you. I'm not criticizing you. If you if you're uh, the choice for your political, uh, the political primary can't handle a little bit of criticism, man. This is totes the wrong show for you. This would be like breaking up with your girlfriend because she prefers milk chocolate over dark chocolate, yeah. right?
2: It's like you're gonna throw, uh, you're gonna, you're gonna abandon a relationship over a fucking trivial detail.
3: Yeah, I think, I think the other thing we got to talk about too, when we talk about Bernie Sanders. Uh, we talk about uh, that thing, that, the thing that I said. So you said something about whether or not he's a placeholder mm-hmm. candidate. I said something about his effectiveness as well, right? Yep. I actually plan on, I, when I did an I side with two years ago, and I sided with Bernie Sanders on like 89% of the issues. So I know where I stand with him. I think And I sided with him more than I sided with Hillary. So I'm, I, I know where I stand with him. And so in my opinion, I think I'm going to vote for him I, I, it doesn't bother me at all. Now, when I was talking about uh, – we were talking about whether or not he's going to be effective. You know, here we have a president who hasn't really done a, a ton. Now, he's done some, but he hasn't been able to put through all this stuff. And he just gave a State of the Union address where he was like,
4: brruh, brruh, right? I'm
5: super sad because I couldn't do enough.
4: <laughs> wow,
3: I mean, you watch the State of the Union address and there should have been a guy playing fucking violin behind him, a really sad song <laughs> the whole time. It's true. So you watch that and you think he's even admitting that he wishes he could have done a whole lot more and he couldn't get anything right. done, right? Because of, these, because of the Congress and the Senate being held by the other party and them just locking him down. And they used a bad word about him throughout his whole presidency, they called him a socialist, and he always denied it, right? right? This is a guy who openly calls himself a socialist. Do you think he's going to walk in there and everything's going to be greased wheels and he's going to be able to just slide right in there? I understand when people send us messages and be like, oh, it's a whole revolution, though. But you got to understand he's going to be changing the whole political system. I'm an optimist, too, and I hope that that's the case. But I'm also a realist, and I realize that everybody who ever wants to try to get in always uses that exact same language. They always say the same thing. I'm going to be a revolution. I'm going to change the way things are done in Washington. How many times have we heard that how many times has it been a fucking, uh, just a, a limp dick orgasm at the end of it, where you're just like, oh, yeah, our guy got in, but he's not really going to do anything. Right. I mean, it happens all the time. <clears throat> Let's look at the hope and change language that Obama used constantly. You know, how much change has there been? Well, not a lot, you know, yep. and not as much as I wanted, not as much as I was hoping for. Not as much as he was hoping. Exactly. For. And he, by his own admission. <laughs> right. So when I say these things, it's uh, that I'm being a realist. It's okay yep. if you disagree with me. That's fucking totes fun. i don't care that you disagree with me i actually encourage you to disagree with me right but i you know when i say that i that's what i mean i also want to talk about the ad for a second because people think we didn't get the ad i got the ad the ad is for the iowa so they're talking about the caucuses right so when they show that image and they show bernie going out there and doing his thing what they're trying to say is you aren't throwing your vote away right that's what they're trying to say to Iowa, right? Yep. And I get it's marketed toward Iowa, but I saw it, and I'm not in Iowa. I saw it because it's the internet nowadays, right? So I saw the I saw the thing. I watched it, and I wasn't impressed. And the reason why I wasn't – this is, just, again, a totes opinion here, guys. It's what I – I didn't like it, and I didn't like it because it felt like it was an appeal to popularity. It didn't feel to me like he was saying – I'm a good guy. Here's why I'm a good guy. Vote for me. Instead, it felt like, hey, guys, other people are voting for me. Why aren't you? Well, fuck off. I don't ever consider whenever I go to the vote, whenever I choose to vote in a primary or in an actual election, as long as there's only two candidates. Now, if it's a third party candidate, there's a totally different feeling, and I understand that. But when I go to vote for somebody, I never think, is he electable? That never enters my mind. I voted for the Green Party candidate for governor in this state every time I've had an opportunity to vote and the reason why I've done it is because I thought that person was going to do the best job not because I thought they were electable I never ever do that I never think oh it's going to whether or not they're electable now I understand there's like a third party candidate running sometimes you might want to couch your vote in this but this is a primary this isn't about that it's about whether Hillary's better or whether Bernie's better because everybody else is really really far down now and I know Bernie's got a chance I want him to have a chance I actually want him to be the Democratic front runner I want it to work but i didn't like the video because it felt pandering to me and it was also emotional too and it's like you're pandering to my emotions you're trying to get me to you know it's like that patriotism song i just don't like it it's okay not to like things this whole show is about not liking things so i just i, I just feel like this whole week we've been dodging these bernie sanders emails from these rabid supporters look i'm happy for you man i'm super happy that you that you love bernie sanders i like bernie sanders too but I'm never going to give him a fucking free ride if he says something stupid or does something I
2: disagree with. Right, right. It is. I mean, again, I, I just think it's amazing that like if if you stop for one second complimenting the fucking velvety soft skin of his dick in your mouth, like, <laughs> you, like <yeah. laughs> this is the best Jew penis I've ever had in my
3: mouth. It's like the velveteen rabbit now. It's like all saggy and shit. <laughs> So we want to thank our most recent patrons. We got a, another great group of people who have who have joined on as patrons. Thank you also very much. David, Dan, two Daniels, Daniel S. and Daniel R., Amy, Ward, Gray, Nicholas, Al, Amanda, Aaron, Robin, Darren, <laughs> Xavier. <laughs> That's the one I can pronounce. Uh, Andy and Douglas. Thank you also very much for your generous donations. We also got some PayPals, Tom.
2: We did. We got uh, PayPal donations from Gary, uh, from Maggie, and from Drew. Thank you guys so much. Of course, you can go to PayPal. You can uh, go to our website and
3: donate to us uh, that way as well. Thank you. We get a message from Craig. This is awesome. I want to read this. Craig says, first, there is a new gay time. And this is the the, uh, ice cream-like thing, I guess a stick bar type thing. <laughs> stick bar? A stick bar, right? Isn't that what the I, bar on I a stick? I've never heard of it referred it, to as a stick isn't bar. Is it a bar on a stick? Is I don't
2: know, but I'm only ordering ice cream stick bars from now on. Okay. That's amazing. Love a good stick well, bar. What'd you do for an ice cream stick, Ooh, stick bar? bar. <laughs> <laughs> I'd kill a man. Whoa, okay. All right. Take it easy. Get that man wow. an ice cream okay. stick bar. He's Give sharp- him all of our stick bars. <laughs> He's sharpening the stick bars into shivs. <laughs>
3: but it's an ice cream sandwich type thing on a stick on a stick and it says bar form a a stick bar if you will (laughs) and he says first up there's a new gay time it's a strawberry gay time holy fuck i had one of these last night and i'll tell you this if you tasted this thing and you had one left in your freezer and your house catches fire and your baby's on the floor in front of the freezer you will kick that burning little bastard straight across (laughs) the room to save the last strawberry gay Gay time. time I think I think well, I think I would do that anyway. Well, I'd do that with something I don't even particularly like. Right. You're just yeah. like, oh, I
2: got leftovers yeah. that are questionable. <laughs> <laughs> I
3: didn't eat all of them at the <laughs> restaurant <laughs> on purpose. I was I left uh, still hungry. <laughs> that was awesome. We get a message from David in Kentucky, and David tells a story about how uh the uh what are they? The Unitarians? Universalist Unitarians? Is that what they are? The U- yeah, U- the UU. U- the Universalist Unitarians, uh, he said that uh, he was interested in maybe visiting them, and uh, he talked about it on a board and on this Facebook group. And someone had said uh, that they were upset that the Unitarians had kicked out a a couple of child molesters or re- recovering – he put in quotes, recovering child molesters – uh, because they were worried about insurance problems because they didn't want child molesters in their church. And these people were indignant and angry right. on these on this Facebook group saying, how dare they kick these people out? They should forgive them.
2: Yeah. Uh, again, that's the problem with blanket forgiveness. I feel like child molesters just aren't welcome in any of the places. Like, any places. Fucking Starbucks. Starbucks has, like, a no-gun sign <laughs> like a on their no window, guy, right? No, no guy was fucking, handing his yeah, pants to kids have, or
3: something. They should have a grown-up blowing up child. Or he's just like a, a no a, giving a lollipop to the kid. <laughs> we got a message. Uh, this is from Michael, and uh, and this is crazy. The Jewish Shari- version of Sharia law, Tom, has some concepts about birth and birth and, or pardon me, life at birth, Life begins at birth instead of at conception, and they have some rules based on this.
2: Yeah, it says uh, in Halakha, the Jewish version of Sharia law, life begins at, right? at birth, not conception. Let me say it again. Hal- <laughs> fucking now this. Because of this abortion to save the life of the mother is not only allowed it's mandatory. Oh, Jesus. But this also means that if a pregnant woman commits a capital crime not only can she be stoned to death up until she's actually giving birth but the Talmud specifies the first stone should hit her right in the baby. <laughs> <laughs>
3: in order to kill right it first. Baby. You have to like you have to like hire a major league pitcher just, in order to just stay. he's got to hit the strike zone. Oh, you know, the thing it. is you got to hit the strike zone
2: it's i love the idea too you'd have to like check like has the baby dropped like where's the feet it's the positioning is the head up top or at the bottom yeah. or you just <laughs> hit with like a really big rock yeah it's like a it's got like eight pound rock to cover the whole baby you know <laughs> it's like a giant
3: piece of limestone <laughs> just drop it on fucking monsters uh, so uh there's a song a sarah palin hee-haw song but i think it's totally worth watching so instead of playing it for you I would like to, uh, Tara sent this in. I would like to post it instead. So don't, we're not going to play the song for you. We're not going to play the audio. Go to our website, dissonancepod.com. It's episode 275, and you can you can watch this video. It's a Sarah Palin's Hee Haw song, and it's hilarious. It's they basically edited what she said into a song where she's singing about Hee Haw, and it's hilarious. I mean, it's so funny. And the editing is actually really good. The editing is great. It's great. Song is catchy. It's great. <laughs> We totes missed this fucking, uh, a fucking joke here, Tom. Um, when we were talking about uh, the herbal womb detox pearls, uh, Haley said, I was sitting at the wheel just yelling, just say it, just say it's finger looking good already. <laughs> that's so great. As <laughs> we talked about the herbs and spices. Right.
2: It's the Colonel's Secret recipe. And, the, and, we, and missed we missed that. It. We oh, totally missed it,
3: Haley. Thank you. That's great. So, uh, Cecil. Yeah. Who's that guy
2: on the other side of the glory hole?
3: It's Garrett. <laughs> we did that for you, Jess. This is funny. We got a message uh, from Anthony, and Anthony was saying that he was in a very fancy place with a very fancy pastry kitchen and uh, ordering a little bit of food. And one of the people came by. He was listening to our podcast, and one of the people came by to ask him how the food was. Oh, and he God. said, great. Now, he just how happened to be listening right beforehand to... Uh, the call to prayer with the long black cock. And so he thought he said, great, full of cake. He did not, He did fact. not say, great, full of cake. He said something similar to that. Yes. Um, so enjoy being filled up, Anthony. <laughs> this isn't fondant. This is an awesome picture. I'm just going to post it on this week's show notes. So go check out this picture. It looks like Ted Cruz kissing. Is that his wife? Yeah. I don't know. But check this picture out. It's hilarious. It's a comparison to a movie, and it's so funny. Thank you, Sarah, for sending it in. It's awesome. David asks um, Would it be a Terry's fist jab or would it be a stump jab? That's terrific. <laughs> it's true.
5: It's That's very awesome.
3: true. That's awesome. And the good thing about the stumps is you have better aim, I think, yeah. with those. <laughs> you you got to look at the elbow. That's how you do well, it. Well, you're just choked up on the back. That's all. <laughs> Someone sent us a picture of a clock. Now I'm going to this, post this on this week's show notes uh, 275. I personally think when you make things like this with the Jesus with the the where because there's somebody else sending a a, a Jesus uh, f, uh, light, light switch. switch and it the, the, it looks just like a dick hanging down right. and the same thing here there's a clock and where the where the 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 hand what I guess is the second hand on here and all the other oh, yeah, all the, right. uh, the arms of the clock <clears throat> are positioned it looks like a cock it looks like where his cock would be so I I, I can't imagine someone puts this together and thinks. Yes, this is a worship piece instead of, you know, it being a funny piece. It's hard for me to believe that this person isn't trolling when they made the clock. I feel like this is a clock we need for the studio. We'll see if we can buy it. It's only a euro. I know. That's like $36, right? We should be fine. There's an interesting cause, Tom, that we're going to talk about.
2: Yeah, this is tremendous. So uh, Pastor Manning's church. Uh, is in foreclosure. (laughs) Oh, no. And it's going up for public auction. (laughs) It's demonic, everybody. So uh, like all uh, shithead deadbeats, he's not paying his bills. Um, And his church is going up to uh, public auction. Um, And the best part is uh, LGBT activists have gotten together to begin raising funds to buy his church and turn it into an LGBT youth drop-in center. That's amazing.
3: There is no better cause for your money. Stop paying your bills. Right now. Do not eat food. Right now. This is a good cause. We're going to post a link to this on our website for this episode 275 if you have extra funds and you want to donate to an LGBT center in that area of town right. to help out kids. I mean, there's no, it's a great idea. It's and awesome. It's, and, it's, and it's the best way to use Atlet Church. So let's, uh, let's see if we can add a little bit of money to this. Finally, we got a uh, a bit of uh, another bumper. This is from Elvis and Elvis sent this in.
5: <laughs> oh,
3: God. Uh, I think it's great because what what Elvis does is he makes sure that we don't just bag on one particular religion. He works his way through yeah. and grabs the good Catholic stuff. He's good. And so I, I, I have to, I appreciated all this. Thank you so much. It's very funny. Made Nicely us laugh. Nicely done. So that's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to be on two shows, hopefully, and we'll let you know about that soon. So look out on episode 276 so we could tell you about uh, what epi- what other shows we're going to be on. But we're scheduled today in Glory Hole Studios to be on two other shows we hope that those two calls come through and we have a good time uh, but we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up for now yep and we're gonna leave you like we always do with the skeptics creed
2: credulity is not a virtue it's fortune cookie cutter mommy issue hypno babylon bullshit